Welcome to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA professional, Steve Goforth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. I am your host, Steve Goforth, PGA professional at Cross Creek Golf Club. Bringing episode 40 to you today. Cannot believe it's episode 40. Where in the world has time gone? But I am extremely happy to have as my guest on this momentous occasion of episode 40, a golf equipment expert from golf galaxy and it just so happens to be my very own son nick what's up nick what's going on what's going on appreciate you coming on the show appreciate you having me it's a great episode to start it on absolutely well listen this is going to be a regular occurrence we're gonna uh, we're gonna do this a lot and what we're going to be doing is just having you on and talk about golf equipment. This is your wheelhouse. This is your expertise. You see a lot of golf merchandise purchases there at Golf Galaxy, whether it be golf equipment, whether it be golf balls, whether it be apparel, no matter what it may be, you see it and you know the patterns that are out there and you know a lot of what golfers are looking for when they come into the store. So, uh, I know the the listeners are going to be excited to hear what you have to say and hear your expertise and and maybe even hear your advice. And today we're going to talk about golf balls, how to go about choosing the right golf ball. And uh, really excited to kind of hear your feedback on that. Before we do that, though, we got to talk about the Masters. I mean, what an unbelievable Masters that was, right? Yeah, no, Scotty um, did a tremendous job. Uh, held it down uh, basically the entire tournament didn't show any signs of uh, letting up no he didn't super, super consistent which was amazing um, even some of the bad shots that he had it, it didn't really affect him that much it didn't it didn't let it get to him I guess yeah um, like 18 on th- uh, the third day didn't really didn't really end it the way he probably wanted to but really turned it around and it was just, it was just amazing. Most consistent golf uh, didn't really stand out those last two days because he had such a lead, but yeah. it, it was just a dominant performance for him. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think it ended the way he wanted to on, uh, on 18 today. I feel bad for him. It was he like six feet or something like that. Six or seven feet. Yeah. Far. He three jacks it. Yeah, walks away with a double. But yeah, he, he mentioned in the um, in the interview that he was basically laser like laser focused the entire round, and then he kind of let himself take in the moment on eighteen, and he said that's what happened when yeah. he kind of let his guard down, and whilst taking in that moment, three jacked it. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I I get that. I I'd, I'd probably do the same thing. I mean, it's like he hits you all of a sudden. It's like, oh my god. I just won the Masters, you know. Yeah, I got to make this putt to win it. Oh, I got to yeah. make this putt to win it. All right. It's only yeah. a couple feet now. Let's go ahead and knock it in and win, win this thing. <laughs> All right, yeah. exactly. But it was now, cool what he, he, he said in the interview before that. He, of course, like many, you and myself included, growing up with Tiger, uh, taking such inspiration from Tiger. He basically wearing Nike, wearing his gear, and just having the same mentality as Tiger throughout the whole round. And you could see that. It was obvious. Yeah. Um, he talked about his 97 win, yeah. his first win, and how he was just so so dominant there. He kind of took that and applied it into his own round and did a tremendous job with it. Yeah. What's well, cool about that 25th anniversary of Tiger doing that, I was there, as you know, and yeah. uh, you were like one. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just turned one, I think. Yeah, and uh, man, I'll, I'll never forget that. I cannot, I cannot, uh, cannot believe twenty five years has gone by that quickly. But yeah, uh, firsthand experience there, Tiger. I've told this story to several people this week on fifteen when Tiger's going for the green and two, he blocked it a little right, and hit the lady directly in front of me, right in the temple. 
but she was wearing a visor, hit her in the visor, thankfully. His, <laughs> his ball dropped right at my feet. And uh, so me and my friend that I was there with, we were like all over uh, CBS uh, during that uh, third shot. He chipped up onto the green. It was a really cool experience. But then left there uh, after he passed through, went over to 18 and sat and watched him finish it out. And uh, coming up that coming up to 18th fairway was just uh you knew you were witnessing something special you know of course didn't realize that he would go on to have such a wonderful career obviously but at that time but knew something was going to happen that's kind of the the way i feel about about scheffler i mean I, I really feel like we're seeing something special right now 25 years old but four wins already i mean four wins in a matter of two months the first one was the waste management and February and then the second one was the Arnold Palmer Invitational in March and then the third one at the end of March was the World Golf Championships and of course the fourth one here at the Masters I mean you know really the sky's the limit with this guy I mean what do you think what do you think is going to happen for the rest of the year you think he's got a few more wins in him could he win another major it's it's very possible I think those four tournaments are some of the best tournaments you can win starting out in your very very early career yeah. Um, I mean, the, the the first win was a playoff win with Cantley. Cantley has been known to be very composed and be able to deal with that pressure because he's been in that situation before um, and, and come out and actually win uh, was that's that's awesome. And then yeah. go and win Arnold Palmer Invitational and going on to win that win that. Um, is pretty prestigious on its own. Yeah. It's not a major, but it's a very recognizable tournament that everybody looks forward to every every single year. Sure. And then and then that match play tournament is is awesome. I mean, it just shows the talents that these people have and being able to deal with the pressure at hand when when need mm -hmm. when it needs to be done. So, and yeah. then going on to a dominant win at at the Masters. Yeah, you know, I I think. I would love to see him win another major be a just a, a terrific story this year for him to do that kind of hard not to go with him i mean you know we got the pga pga championship coming up next and uh you know he's got that mojo on his side and you know as you know when you play with confidence it's, it's really difficult to to not put yourself in a position to win because you know confidence is everything in this game and he certainly has that going for him right now. And uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be cool to see what he does rest year. Another cool stat is, is caddy, you know, used to caddy for Bubba won two masters with Bubba. And then of course, now he has a third one under his belt. That's a, that's a really cool story there. Yeah. He kind of, I think from what I was hearing, he, the caddy kind of was looking at retirement, mm -hmm. um, took some lengthy time off and, I guess Scotty asked him to be his caddy and officially unofficially came out of retirement and, and help him leading to a, a win at the masters and have his third win under his belt, which is super cool to see. It's always cool to see uh, the connections and the history behind the caddies and what they're able to accomplish with um, certain players. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're an integral part of it, you know I mean? Uh, Absolutely. The yeah. A player's as good as his caddy. You know, I mean, he needs somebody there that can keep him calm when he's, you know, under stress and motivating when he needs it. And, of course, plotting out the golf course, too. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I think the confidence factor, just knowing that he's making the right decisions throughout the round, helping him, you know, I guess, read a putt, figure out what how it's going to break. Yeah. All that is super, super important. And just giving that player the – the comfort that they need to, to get the job done. Well, I think that kind of uh, leads us into like the mental aspect, right? I mean, how much success can he have, you know, with the proper mindset? And uh, that's really, really important. And it, it just taking him to just a whole different level compared to players who've had early success in their career, like a Rory, like a Morikawa, like a Dustin Johnson, I mean, how can he sustain that? Not to let this, not to let these victories get to his head, and not to be overly confident, stay grounded. Obviously, his caddy can help him with that, 
but it's really going to be important how he approaches this going forward because that's going to be a big determinant of his of his success going forward oh absolutely um two prime examples of early success are rory and spieth yeah i mean they just had tremendous success and just skyrocketed to the top and then they, they've been there ever since but the, the problem was it they kind of fell off yeah. um rory's speed, a perfect example yeah speed, yeah speed especially i think rory kind of had that that success there but has, has certainly fallen but speed's a, a really good example of that unfortunately because i like speed well he i think he's a perfect example at the masters he yeah. it, since his win and i think it was 15 he's just had this mental block when it comes to that back stretch and just falling apart and just kind of putting himself in a situation where he can't get out of, uh, yeah. for, for this instance here, he didn't even make the cut, uh, it kind of put him, himself in a situation where I don't remember exactly how many holes he screwed up on, but it seems like 12 is always his, his nightmare hole. Yeah. That's his, <laughs> that's his dunking, dunking for sure. those uh, water balls. Yeah. Um, I hate that. but going back to those two and how they had those early success, um, in, in their careers and how they've kind of fallen to the wayside. Uh, I don't know exactly what they've done as far as making changes, um, what, whatever it may be. It may be men mental aspect of it or actually changing their swing. But I know they've definitely made changes to their swing and then that could have cost them and kind of yeah. lost that side of where they were. And they're just trying to figure out how to get back there. And I think that's the most difficult part to do after they've been there, but fallen off and trying to get back to where they were. Yeah. I mean, you know, to Rory's credit, I mean, he really showed signs of that today. I mean, what an unbelievable final round. He finished with that tremendous uh, bunker shot on 18 to shoot a 64. And then what was cool as well is, is Collins bunker shot from the same bunker, holds it out. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, Rory playing had together, a, yeah, playing together and Rory just had a fantastic round. I think he finished what seven under, but yeah, was that 64. Yeah. Was that Collins lowest round at the masters? I believe so. I think this was his own, only his third year. Okay. Was, All uh, right. And he was going into it, I think at a low 69. Okay. And he ends up shooting 67. Wow. Uh, sorry. Yeah, 67, 67. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's Which impressive. was, I think that was, that was kind of cool. I, I love seeing stuff like that. Um, them playing in the same group, being in the same exact bunker in the same situation. A little yeah. different shot. Um, I think Rory is more at the top side of the bunker towards the clubhouse and had a more of a, a little more challenging uh, chip shot and being able to play that break and break it in. And then uh, Morikawa having more of a, straight shot right at it it was it yeah. was pretty cool to see especially being back-to-back -back shots yeah yeah especially uh fellow tailor-made staffers right yeah yeah even uh um scotty scotty i think is a new oh, member yeah. to the to the tailor-made staffer yeah yeah shout out to tailor-made sponsor of the podcast and uh we are proud uh staffers tailor-made so thank you tailor-made i know that was really good uh good look for them they were really really proud of them Oh, they're doing great stuff over there. Oh, yeah. Um, love TaylorMade. Uh, they're able to make it feel like it's like a, like a team, like their advertisement team TaylorMade. Yeah. Um, almost like a family. It's just the way the guys locally treat you. Um, and not only that, but the people over TaylorMade treat their employees. It's, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, it is. It reminds me a lot of my days at Slazinger. We had a really uh, huge family atmosphere there's really cool fellow uh slazinger teammate shannon owens good good friend listener of the podcast he uh posted some pictures on social media today uh back when he played augusta for team slazinger i think it's 2000 and 2001 i got to play it in 99 thanks or 98 thankfully and uh that's awesome yeah yeah just a memory of a lifetime obviously but uh yeah we had that same atmosphere there uh, just family and really close-knit but it was cool to see everybody's responses to shannon's post 
uh, about how much they missed that family atmosphere, how much they missed that togetherness and how we had such a great thing going. So again, I say that, uh, again, to reference back to TaylorMade, they have a, a really cool thing going on there as well. And, uh, again, very proud to be affiliated with them. But speaking of TaylorMade, they have a tremendous golf ball, TP5, TP5X, soft response, tool response. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Not just about TaylorMade golf balls, but about all golf balls in general. I know you guys get a lot of customers coming through Golf Galaxy. And some of them come in there and they're not sure what golf ball that they need to be playing. And a lot will come in there and know exactly what they need to be playing. How do you guys, maybe you in particular, how do you go about helping a customer find the right golf ball for them? What do you, what process do you go through on that? Great question. Um, like you said, a lot of people, most people come in, don't really ask for help, uh, but the occasional questions that they do and they want to figure out maybe a new golf ball to try or maybe figure out if the ball they're playing now would be the best option for them. But I, I kind of ask questions and I can, I can use you as an example. Yeah. If you were to come into the store and you've been playing a ball or playing different golf balls, but what really wanted to figure out what golf ball would be better for you. Um, some of those questions I would kind of ask you is what are you looking for out of it? I think that's the most important part. Yeah. So what, what would you look for out of, out of a golf ball or what, what performance would you want to see? um, in your game that, that golf ball can help you with? I mean, for me, you know, I like to hit it as straight of a ball as possible. If I had a little curve to it, I wouldn't mind a little draw that's with my driver, but with my hybrids, I'd say a little baby fade and, uh, again, a straight ball with my irons. So directional wise, uh, it's either straight or a slight draw. Uh, I don't like a lot of spin with my driver, obviously, but I do when it comes to, uh, around the greens. So I want a little bit of check there and feel feels big for me. I mean, I, I don't want something that's going to feel really hard. Uh, I like a softer golf ball because it just, I don't know, it just does something for my confidence. I can't explain why, but it's just something about knowing that when it comes off the face, how it feels and then how, how receptive it is, uh, around the greens. Yeah, that's, that's important. And to be honest with you, based off those kind of answers, I would probably, I would probably kind of point you in that, um, that tool response type range. Cause that, that's basically what it kind of delivers is a pretty long ball off the tee. Now, the only downside to that is it's only a three piece ball. Yeah. It may so spin a lot there, right? It, it may spin a little bit more than what you were looking for. Yeah. So maybe like a regular TP five. Uh, not just using them as an example, because since I am a tailor-made staffer, I do tend to float that way, but it's just a fantastic golf ball. It's a, it's a great alternative to what most people are used to, which is the pro V and pro V one X. The golf ball game is, you know, on a whole different level. And we can get to that in here in a few minutes and talk about what they've done, the brands across the board of what they've done to just innovate innovation side of things. I always use this, this as an example. When we went to the ball plant, we took that tour. Mm -hmm. We actually sat down with the guy who gave us the tour and said uh, the best thing that I could ever take from that, that tour was it's important for the, the golfer to interact with the entire golf ball. Yeah. Because if you're not, so say, for instance, you've got an, an older guy playing, playing a TP5. Well, he may not have the same club head speed as you, and but he wants the performance. He wants that that softness, that urethane cover, and may not be seeing the spin that he should and, and wants to see that spin. Well, that next ball is going to be the, the tour response. Now, what about the, the soft what about the soft response in that situation? And would the say he wants more spin, right? Should he right. go a soft response or is that just gonna, really going to give him more distance more than it is spin around the green? I think it's going to give more, more distance. Yeah. Uh, it may, may, may lose a little bit of uh, control around right. the greens because it's not that, that urethane cover. That yeah. urethane cover really provides grip. It just adds additional grip to just climb up that club and generate that spin. 
yeah. a perfect example I had today is I was, I was helping out a, a gentleman uh, pick out some wedges. I mean, it's been a while. It's been a long time since he had some wedges, uh, some new wedges. And I told him the benefits of what he should be looking for out of the wedges, which are, I'm not going to go too far down the rabbit hole, but overall look and feel and see how much spin he's getting out of. Cause he was really concerned with, with control. Mm-hmm. And so I, I told him, I said, it's not always just about the wedge getting you the more spin. It's about the golf ball providing most of that spin for you. So the, the range balls that we use are, aren't the best in our, in our fitting base. When we're mm-hmm. just before, when we're not in a fitting, we just use very hard max fly balls. Like a two piece ball. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I went and grabbed the tour response and I grabbed another one very similar to it, which is uh, a Bridgestone ball. Bridgestone has four different categories. If you, if you section them off, there's two, two categories, kind of like, Pro-V and Pro-VX, but they have a version that is softer, lower compression for those guys that can't compress that ball. So I believe it's the RXS, which would be very similar to that soft response. But he hit those balls and he gained 2,000 RPMs right away just from the golf ball. Wow. So the importance of, of the golf ball is... It's huge yeah. to and, get and the again, results that you're looking for. Yeah. And again, I don't think a lot of people uh, pay enough attention to that, which is, of course, why we're talking about this. That's the whole point of us doing this segment because we're trying to get golfers to think more about how you choose that golf ball. And so, yeah, the stuff you're talking about is is really, really good stuff, especially coming off wedges. Because a lot of, a lot of golfers think, okay, I want to know how it's going to come off with my driver because I want distance. Mm-hmm. But they don't think about wedges, right? Yeah, it's it's almost like a given give and take. Um, it depends on what they're looking for um, more. Now, if they're kind of wanting a more all around golf ball, I mean, they can get that, but they may not be. Say, for instance, they want more distance. You may sacrifice a little bit green side spin if they're really focused on distance. But if they're wanting more green green side spin, they may be lacking a little distance off the tee it may fly a little higher may not go as far but I mean, the differences aren't aren't too bad so um yeah i think that's i think that's important well going back to what you said earlier that really stood out to me was um like an older like an older gentleman who may not be able to generate enough club head speed to take advantage of all the layers for example you have the tp5 tp5x with the five layers and what I really liked about what you said was being able to interact with all of those layers and get the most out of that golf ball. So that older gentleman may not be able to generate the club head speed that he once could. Therefore playing a TP five would not be realistic because he's not able to interact with all five of those layers to get the maximum output from that golf ball. So if I'm understanding you correctly, he would need to go with more of a three-piece golf ball, like the soft response, like the tool response, to help him get the most out of that golf ball. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's the most important part. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes total sense. I mean, well, therefore, you're wasting your money spending uh, spending money on a four-piece, five-piece golf ball when you you can't really get the benefits of all the layers. Yeah, it, it's a. To be honest with you, I think it's a, a smaller category of people that can actually benefit from playing those premium style balls. But people yeah. always want to play that because it's, it's the staple. It's what is advertised. It's what everybody else is playing. It's what people are playing on tour. Right. But what I love about Bridgestone kind of going back to them is they make it super simple. Once you kind of break down the chart that they have, uh, we have a chart that basically it gives a category on how fast your club head speed is. And so they have a 105 and above club head speed mm-hmm. and then 105 lower club head speed. And so wherever you're at, so for instance, if I use myself as an example, I'm right around that 105, 106 average range for club head speed with the driver. If I'm above that, they recommend going with either the X or the XS. 
Now, obviously, the X is going to be a little bit harder, a little lower, low, lower ball flight, may not spin as much around the grains, and then your XS going to give you that softer feel, maybe a little bit more control um, around the around the grains. But then, if you're on the other side of that and your club head speed isn't as fast, they have the R series, which is the RX and the RXS. Mm -hmm. Some people may look at that right away and it just they don't know what's what. But if you break it down like that and the way they try to as best as they can with that, the advertisements that they have, it makes perfect and total sense. And yeah. it makes it easier for the golfer to make that decision, but still get the performance that they need if they don't have that club head speed to play those other two golf balls. Well, I think a lot of golfers try to use a Pro V1 as the comparison, right? Like, I want to play something that's as close to a Pro V1 as possible. How does that compare to a Pro V1 or Pro V1 X? How much do you see that? Um, a, a lot. I, I think when I do ask those questions, they, they normally say that they're probably playing a Pro V, Pro V1 X quite a bit. Yeah, And so when they do, I'll point them into that TP5, the Chrome Soft, the the Bridgestone ball, the even the um, the Srixon ball. Srixon still makes a fantastic golf ball that not many people think about. Yeah, the Z-Star. The Z-Star, yeah. yeah. And then they have the Q-Star, which is kind of a softer version of that, which has taken off quite a bit in the last few years. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, every golf ball kind of has a um, a ball that's similar to each other. You know, example would be Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X compared to Pro V1, Pro V1 X, TP5, TP5X compared to those as well. Bridgestone with their XXS. And then, of course, like you just said, uh, Shrixon with their Z-Star. So it, it's a lot of it, I think, comes down to preference, like, just like buying a car. I mean, Chevy, Ford, Toyota, Nissan, Honda, they all kind of make a similar vehicle, but some people just, Hey, I'm, I'm all Ford. You know, I'm not, I'm a, no one else, but a Ford. And some are like, no, Chevy's my Chevy's my ride, you know? And I think we see a lot of that with golfers. It's like, look, I don't care what I got to play. You just, you keep me in a Titleist or you keep mm -hmm. me in a TaylorMade. I mean, how much of that do you see? Um, surprisingly, not that much, but really? I'm, I'm sure people, they've never really expressed it to me personally, but I'm sure they have their preferences. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one, one nice thing with the innovation of golf balls in the past 10 years is there's a golf ball within every brand that you can find that are competitive with other brands. Yeah. Like you said, with the, the pro V there's tons of pro V alternatives. Uh, so the ability to find what particular golf ball and what aspect of the game that you're wanting that golf ball to perform in very possible chance that you're going to find that within a Titleist or a Callaway or somebody like that. And you can stay with that brand. Perfect mm -hmm. example is always Titleist. Titleist has at least eight golf balls within its brand. Wow. So yeah, you've got a very hard golf ball, which is going to be the velocity down yeah. to the most premium ball, which is your Pro V, Pro V X. Mm -hmm. And even then in that, they actually have a newer golf ball, which is a Pro V left dash, which yeah, is I, actually a harder version of the Pro V X. Yeah. I had a little bit of experience with that uh, in the past, selling them in the golf shop. And I was surprised at how many guys come in asking for that one. I mean, uh, I didn't, I had not heard about it as much to be quite honest with you, but there are some, uh, a lot of golfers out there that really research their golf ball, you know, and I come in asking for that. I was like, wow, you know, I carried it. I was like, all right, you know, I'll put it in the golf shop. We'll see how it does. Mm -hmm. We sold out of them. I was like, wow. I didn't realize that many people knew about it. Yeah. I, I don't know how much, how many people want to play it. It's, it's kind of a, it's like right in between all the golf balls if that makes yeah. sense so driver height is not as high as a pro vx it's right below it as far as iron spin it's not the lowest like their avx their avx is ridiculous on how low spin it is off the uh, off the irons i actually had first-hand experience the other day with the new version of the ball 
me and uh, a work colleague of mine were in the bay hitting it and he noticed his spin dropped i would say a good thousand rpms from his iron with that ball Mm -hmm. yeah he was his spin was usually around 57 Hmm. and if this is with a seven iron Mm -hmm. it dropped down to like 44 44 100 rpms which is really low Yeah. yeah so going back to that that left dash um i don't know it's it's a very weird one uh as far as feel it's going to be definitely the most firm so you got to weigh your options you got to know what kind of golf ball you're looking for um if 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 that left dash is checking those boxes off by all means go go for it play it so going back to what you said a second ago hitting in the bay all right how much do you guys if if at all do you do with golf ball fittings with the track man oh we don't do as much as i guess we should um it just all depends on who's really invested in getting in the bay and and figuring it out now if i have a gentleman that just doesn't know what he's looking for and just needs some guidance i may throw him in the bay and and grab a couple golf balls like i did with that gentleman with it with the wedges yeah and just kind of figure out and see what his spin is across the board with with the driver with an iron or with some wedges and hopefully get that feel aspect in see what he yeah. see what feels better to him and and weigh those weigh those pros and cons when it comes to a certain golf ball that he's looking for whether it be softer whether it be harder looking for for more spin looking for less spin off off the irons and off the tee, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the track man can give you pretty much everything. I mean, it's going to give you, um, ball speed, you know, spin rate, uh, whether it be side spin, back spin. Uh, Oh, it'll, it'll give you everything you possibly want and yeah. really need it, it. It's, it's a fantastic tool. Um, it shows exactly where you hit it on the face without having to put any impact tape and it's, pretty dang accurate yeah now we've tested it out we we put it through its test to see how how accurate it is and there's a reason why all the tour players use that yeah most of them yep. i should say they've got gc quad which is very similar yeah we had uh track man come out to cross creek so we could demo it uh hoping we get that out there be a great great addition to the membership so we'll see we'll see if we can uh, get that in at the club but it would be uh really cool i mean it, it Looking at everything he was explaining, the, the sales rep, it was just phenomenal. All the stuff you, you get out of that. But, you know, you know, talking about this, we're talking about all this, all this technical data uh, and, and spin and ball speeds and feel around the greens and all of that stuff. But something that people don't think about is the color of the golf ball. Uh, alignment aids on the golf ball. Talk to me a little bit about that. That's a great segue into what they've done um and i'm going to get your your feedback on it because you, know, you obviously you've been in in the golf business for a long time and and in the past 10 years the golf ball has changed even in the past i guess five to six years as long as i've been at golf galaxy it, it has taken a tremendous leap when it comes to customization being able yeah. to find, you know, like the yellow golf ball. Yellow golf ball has been around for quite some time. Just giving the player an alternative to a, yellow, a white golf ball, something that's a little easier to see for those older guys that may not be able to pick that white ball up very well in the air or on the ground. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, "Well, what can we do next?" And Callaway is a perfect example of taking that to the next level because they were the first ones that I know of that introduced the true Viz golf ball. Yeah. AKA Truviz, soccer ball, the soccer ball. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so it, it just added a, an additional customization to the ball, but it also had benefits to it. For instance, that soccer ball style golf ball actually made it look like the ball was bigger than it really was. Mm-hmm. And then it also gave a visual on when you hit a 
nice putt on the putting green. Gave you that visual roll of those lines rolling end over end and creating that and and seeing exactly how you you putted that ball. Yeah. But it uh, it, it it wasn't good enough I guess for them. So they created another alternative which would be the triple track. The triple track leads into more alignment before you even put the ball. Being able to take the guesswork out of knowing if you're lined up or not. Mm-hmm. And pe- most people were just drawing lines on their ball, but that takes takes that away. Yeah. And it makes it a lot easier, more visible with the colors that they use, red and blue. Yeah. And you combine um, that with the triple track, uh, a lot of red on the putter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like that's what they ended up. Yeah. It was a perfect, uh, it was a, another perfect example of them leading into the putter aspect of it, being able to throw that that patent that they i think they actually acquired that from somebody if i'm not mistaken some 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 gentleman made that line they bought it from them and put it on their golf ball and then eventually Mm. introduced it on their on their putters and it's it's a fantastic tool now some people may not like it because there's a lot of there's too much going on but personally i think that's it's one less thing you got to think about when you're getting over the ball am i lined up yeah, and it definitely those instills two, com- two yeah, aspects def- help. Yeah, yeah, it definitely instills confidence. No question about it. I mean, knowing that 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 ball is lined up and you line it up with the putter itself, with the triple track. I mean, again, it's a no-brainer. Uh, of course, TaylorMade has the picks. You got the tour stripe. You got the yeah. divide. You got the enhanced alignment. You got all these different options right. on there um, from different manufacturers. Which one do you feel? Which one do you like the best? I mean, you know, Shrixon's got something they've come out with too, correct? Yeah, yeah. So with with Callaway, I was kind of touching on them because they were kind of the first to uh, really lead the way mm-hmm. when it comes to those types of golf balls, having that variety. Uh, but TaylorMade was the next to step in line and come out with their Pixball. Pixball wasn't really the greatest when they started. They started out, but then they collabed with Ricky Fowler and then they they fine-tuned those i i don't even know what they were to begin with uh they kind of look like uh ninja stars to be honest with you i don't know what that's what they were going for Uh, but they refined it to more of a triangular shape um more clean fantastic look now i'm glad that they they did that um then they then they kind of segued into the stripe which was just came out and it's been a fantastic seller for us at the store. We can't keep it in stock. Uh, it's a take on, I, I think, a take on their uh, the triple track for for Callaway. Uh, just taking that guesswork out, lining that stripe up, seeing that stripe roll down your 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 path that you're you're wanting to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, Strixon came out with a golf ball. It's called the Divide. Now, here's the kicker here. I don't know if you knew about this, but Ping actually came out with something very similar to that. No, um, they they had that. the two, yeah, they had the two tone golf ball. One side was one color, the other side was another. Hmm. Um, I don't know how long ago it was, but uh, I do remember seeing seeing them dabble, dabble with that when they did make a golf ball. Yeah, I think that, I can't um, remember when that was. I, I do remember when they were kind of, exploring the golf ball market there for a little bit yeah so uh, i think strixon took their own their own path with that and kind of uh, brought it to life again in their own way and it's been a huge hit um what they did with that is instead of it being a gloss style golf ball it's a matted which has been taking off quite a bit because that matte color you can get those fluorescent colors get that bright yellow get that bright orange that bright red just another way to be your own in 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 the game of golf and be able to pick that that ball up uh very easily uh but it's it's a similar concept to the triple track to the 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 stripe for for taylor made it's just another way of knowing if you rolled that putt exactly the way you wanted to that 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 the divide between those two colors acts as a line to help line up that ball 
So it, it's it's a I think it's a fantastic way of just innovating the game, uh, bringing something new to the market that people are going to love pulling out of their bag and and playing, and just adding an, a, another experience to the game. Yeah, I think it just makes it more fun too, right? I mean, that's kind of why we're here to do this. We're here to have a good time. Yeah, we want to shoot low scores, but ultimately get out there and have fun. So all these different variations, whether it be colors, whether it be finishes, whether it be patterns, just to me makes things more exciting. I mean, I'll be honest with you, and you've been firsthand witness to this. When we're out playing. There's just days where I just don't have it, right? I'm struggling. So to break that up, let me pull out a good old yellow ball and put it into play, you know, just have some fun. Yeah. Get my mind, you know, refocused on having a good time and it's something or picks ball. And, uh, it just does something to me, you know, I'm like, you know what? It's not going the way I want it to today. Just let me be reminded to get out here and have fun. Let me throw in a picks ball. Let me throw in a yellow ball and, and just have a good time, you know? Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Um, another, another brand that I didn't, really touch on is Volvic. Oh, Volvic, yeah. I think, was one of the the front runners of the the mat ball. I don't know of anybody that really had that going for them except Volvic. Volvic kind of sparked that that market that yeah. all the other vendors really started looking at. And it's an all right golf ball. It's more on the harder end. I think they've used Volvic for for long drives. So not many people really knew what that was. But the color really sparked their interest, which made them want to play that ball. Uh, and so TaylorMade, whoever, kind of took that and ran with it and applied it in their own brand just to capture that audience. If, if they are a TaylorMade fan, if they are a, a Callaway fan or a Titleist fan, well, Titleist doesn't really have too many Matt golf balls. They, they, were, they were the only ones that really didn't embrace the change right away. It took them a while. Uh, they're kind of like the apple of the world. Let everybody come out with the new stuff and then follow follow suit and make a yeah. try to make a better version of it. Yeah, they had um, oh gosh, what was that golf ball? I think it was the True Feel ball, if I'm not mistaken. I may be wrong on this, but they did have a a, a golf ball they put as a matte finish. I used to sell them in a uh, like a jar. Uh, display pretty sure it was but uh, anyway i know they they tried their hand or have tried their hand or are trying their hand and that matte finish and uh that's pretty good we sold through them yeah i appreciate it was a true true feel and, yeah. and then the velocity velocity had velocity it might have been that might have been velocity yeah well they both they both had their colors and and okay. in those two lineups they don't really do that with their premium golf balls i think they're trying to keep it as traditional as possible that yeah. took them a while to introduce the yellow ball to be honest with you yeah but it, it's it's just it's just awesome to see that i know volvic is still branching out and creating custom golf balls where they did something with marvel they have these four pack golf balls mm -hmm. uh two in one color and two in another and then they have the logo of spider-man iron man hulk and then they have a little ball mark with a hat clip with it. I thought that's pretty cool. Just like yeah, that's pretty cool. Something something that if if you really wanted to just collect them. It's just a cool collectible item. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Well, you know, it's hard to say what's going to happen with the future of the golf ball. I mean, I talked with uh, Encore uh, several episodes ago and they were kind of working on a GPS based golf ball, just a matter of being able to come up with a core and a cover that could sustain the durability and and protect the GPS chip that's in there. But gosh, I mean, the possibilities are endless with, with golf balls going forward. What it would be really cool if we could see a GPS ball, no way, no one would ever lose a golf ball unless it just goes into an area. They can't retrieve it, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be kind of cool to see the future of golf balls, uh, going forward and what kind of cool innovations we see coming out here in the near future. Yeah. Titleist is actually working on something with, um, TrackMan. Uh, something similar. I don't know the details on it, so I don't want to really get into all of it and don't know what, what has been really publicized about it, but it sounds like they're trying to work on something with, with track, man. Yeah. I think I, I heard about that where it kind of helps, um, with reading the numbers or it, the way it's mm -hmm. put, 
spitting out the data or something. Just yeah, it, it's just it, it's a smart. It's it's essentially a smarter golf ball, yeah. which is kind of cool. Kind of like that encore, maybe not in the same sense as what the encore is trying for, but something with a chip in it. Something like the the Top Golf, how they're able to put a chip inside their golf ball and have it read um, going into each each target. Yeah. Well, we shall see. This has been a, a really cool conversation. I greatly appreciate uh, you coming on. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to keep doing this kind of stuff. We're going to talk about pretty much anything and everything when it comes to, to golf equipment, training aids, golf bags, iron sets, drivers, hybrids, fairway woods, you know, shoes, putters, headwear, shirts, you name it. We're going to talk about a lot of different things that uh, golfers like yourself can go out there and purchase and uh and improve your game and make your game more fun so i can't wait for us to dive into more stuff and 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 pick your brain and get your expertise on what you're seeing because you you have your your finger on the pulse of what's going on in the uh, world of golf equipment and uh, golf accessories so cannot wait to hear more about what you have to say about that so again thank you so much speaking of golf shoes um tiger wearing his his foot joys. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting to see that and how, how much, you know, how tiger makes an impact mm-hmm. on the game of golf, mm-hmm. how much him wearing those shoes, it made an impact on the game of golf. Yeah. Um, yeah. we've seen sales skyrocket for, for, for that shoe. It's ridiculous. Really? I think yeah. that's super interesting because yeah. you've always told me it, when he was at his his pinnacle back in the early 2000s mm-hmm. um how the game of golf is just thriving because of him mm-hmm. um and you can you obviously see that during masters week uh the buzz around him and then the fact that he was wearing foot joy shoes had everybody talking yeah no doubt so again thank you for coming on i cannot wait to I'm so proud to have you part of the podcast finally and uh going forward talking about all this all this stuff and uh Again, hearing your expertise on it. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. It's uh, I'm going to look forward to, to doing this more often with you. Uh, it's something that I enjoy and being able to share the experience and share what I know that people may not they may not get to see. It's just it's just fun to to get the message out, get to talk about golf. But I really Absolutely. do appreciate you having me on. No problem at all. No problem at all. And uh, of course, we'll be talking about other stuff, not just about golf equipment, just like we did today. We'll be talking about what's going on on the tour, latest news, um, the uh, latest headlines in the world of golf. So we'll also dive into that stuff. Nick, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Maybe. Yes, sir. If you want to take control of your health and feel so much better, I encourage you to check out Pure on Main. They have two locations on Main Street in downtown Greenville across from the Hyatt and another location on Cannon Street and beautiful downtown Greer. Pure on Main provides you with essential services and products, allowing you to live a healthier, more fulfilling life. Pure on Main is one of the most exclusive and unique health and wellness centers in the upstate. They've been nominated as one of Greenville's best wellness centers for five consecutive years. Do you want to improve your endurance, increase your mobility in your golf swing, or get rid of joint pains? I can assure you Betsy and her staff are passionate about helping you improve your life. They have stores filled with beneficial items for your body and your soul. They also provide services such as colon hydrotherapy, massage therapy, ionic foot detox, and wellness consulting. Pure on Main is dedicated to helping and serving their community. Please give them a call and let them recommend top-of-the-line products that are results-driven. I get all of my wellness supplements from them, and I feel amazing. Visit their website at pureonmain.com. Again, that's pureonmain.com, where you can purchase their phenomenal products or you can visit their downtown locations in Greenville and Greer. So what are you waiting for? Start living healthier and pure with the help of Pure On Main. You won't regret it. Congratulations, my friend. You have completed yet another episode of the Go Forth and Golf podcast. Again, episode number 40 is in the books. Thank you so much for pushing that play button, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. You didn't have to do that, but you did. So thank you so very much. Again, so glad to have Nick on the podcast, and that's going to be a regular occurrence. We're going to do more segments together. We're going to talk about 
some very informative news, reviews of golf equipment, and also some tips that's going to help you with your golf game, not only from a swing standpoint, but from an equipment standpoint. Again, just Nick sharing his expertise with you, things he sees on a daily basis. It's only going to help you improve your game and lower those scores. Again, that's the whole goal of this podcast, as you know. I'll have some great swing and mental game tips coming your way in the coming episodes, so be on the lookout for that. And also some really good interviews that I'm psyched about, so be on the lookout for those as well. As always, please share the podcast with people that you know. Tag me on social media. It's greatly appreciated. Anybody that tags me on social media where you've shared maybe a screenshot of the podcast, I'm going to put you into a drawing to win a free dozen tailor-made golf balls. So can't hurt to go out and do that. can only increase your chances of putting some more golf balls in your bag. And again, just helping me spread the word about the podcast. So thank you very much for your consideration on that. Anything you can do to help me grow the podcast and get more listeners tuning in is tremendously appreciated. Also, if you're listening out there on the Apple platform, go in there and give me a five-star rating. Just click on my podcast, scroll down. You'll see those five stars. Click on the fifth star if you feel like I deserve it. It just helps me move up those rankings, puts this podcast in front of a lot more eyes when they start searching for golf podcasts to listen to. And any positive reviews you want to give me on there is also greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you so very much for anything you can do to help me there. The next episode will drop on Wednesday, May the 4th, so be on the lookout for that. If you've not subscribed to the podcast, you can do so and get alerts when new episodes drop as well. Until the next episode, keep hitting those fairways, keep hitting those greens in regulation, drain more putts, and most of all, continue to get out there and have a good time. Don't forget to do something nice for somebody today, and remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. <laughs>